Everyone experiences doubt sometimes. It doesn't make you an unfaithful person. It doesn't make you a bad Christian. Um, it, it makes you human. And so we go through times where our faith is threatened and where uh, the doubts seem to come in and arise. And especially during the days of COVID-19, uh, we understand that there are questions being asked. And as we shared in a devotional a while back, let's ask the right questions. How can God be glorified in my life at this time uh, during this crisis? What Jesus does during our times of doubt is he gives us enough information and encouragement so that we can overcome the doubt and we can bolster our faith. It's still faith. It will always be faith until it's sight. 2 Corinthians 5 says we live by faith, not by sight. And in that context, he talks about that time when Jesus will return and our bodies will be changed and we'll be able to see him and live with him forever. But for now, we live by faith. So it's still faith and it always will be. In 2 Kings chapter 6, there's a great story told about the days of Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha, who replaced Elijah as the prophet of God. And the Israelites were battling the people around them, including the Arameans or Syrians. And in 2 Kings chapter 6, the king of, of Syria is talking to his inner circle. And he's talking to them about how they can overcome the Israelites. And, and he asks them, which of you is a spy? <laughs> and I'm sure they must have looked afraid and also confused. And he said, every time we make a move, the people of Israel, the king of Israel knows about it before we even done it. And they told him, no one, O king, is, has sold you out. No one has betrayed you. But there is a prophet in Israel by the name of Elisha. And he hears everything you say in your bedroom. And so the king says, we've got to find this guy and we've got to take care of him. And so they find out that. Elisha is in a certain city and the king sends his troops, much of his army there, uh, to take uh, Elisha captive and to, and to take his life. And Elisha has a servant and that's where we pick up this reading in 2 Kings chapter 6, beginning at verse 15. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid. The prophet answered, those who are with us are more than those who are against us. And Elisha prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes. And he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Those great words, don't worry, don't worry. The ones who are with us are much more than the ones who are with them, with our enemies. And the same is true today. The ones who are with us, God's angels, God's presence, far greater, far more powerful than what is challenging us during these difficult days. Though his servant hadn't seen them, Elisha knew that the forces of God were all around him 
and would take him through the difficulties and challenges of the current moment. They are there for us as well and will do the same for us today. Through God's word, through the Holy Spirit, through the church that God has provided for us to be a part of, we are comforted and strengthened by the presence of God in the midst of our difficulties and our challenges that we are experiencing today. We see and are encouraged by the ones who've gone before us and triumphed in their faith. In our own life and experience, we've seen people like that. And it gives us encouragement in times of question and doubt and difficulty. And we look through the great Bible, through the scriptures. We see in passages like the honor roll of faith in Hebrews 11, that people of faith have accomplished so many great things by faith, by faith. The doubt we experience during these difficult times is, is what the great heroes of faith also experienced. Elijah in 1 Kings 19, after that great victory on Mount Carmel, in the very next chapter, Queen Jezebel threatens him and he runs for his life and he cries out in despair, God, they've killed all your prophets. I'm the only one left. Just, just take me as well. But God comforts him and encourages him and helps him through that. We see this same kind of doubt in the life of John the Baptist, having interacted with Jesus some and then being arrested and put in prison by, by Herod. And wondering there, doubting, if you will, is, was he really the one? And he even sends a couple of his followers, his disciples, to Jesus to ask that very question. Are you, are you really the one or are we waiting for still another? And Jesus sends them back with these words of comfort and encouragement. You, you tell them what you see, what you hear, how people are being helped how the poor and the outcasts are, are being affirmed and they're hearing the word from the Lord and they're being blessed. Give John that encouragement. We see it in Elisha, his servant. The man who was so afraid that they were about to die. And yet instead of condemning him, the great prophet and our great God helps open his eyes. The same way that the one we call Doubting Thomas had his eyes opened. When he heard the other disciples talking about Jesus being resurrected, he wasn't in the room the first time. It was only the other 10. And so Thomas says, look, I, I, I don't believe you unless I can put my finger in the nail holes and, and stick my hand through the side where I, that spear went through. I, I, I can't get my hopes up again. It's too much. And Jesus didn't condemn him. What Jesus did is he stood in his presence with the other disciples. And he told him, look, Thomas, come here. Go ahead, do what you need to do to stop doubting and believe. Jesus does the same for us today. When we're going through those times of question and those times of doubt during difficult times of crisis, like we're in right now and have been, he doesn't condemn us, but rather he sends messages to us through his church, through loved ones who are people of faith, through his word, through his Holy Spirit, to gently encourage us and to provide for us the instruction and encouragement and hope that we need to overcome our 
doubts. Just as God provided for all of those what they needed to believe, he provides those things for us today as well. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And we'll see that. All we have to do is open our eyes.